spend some time with the dad. On demand almost. We'd be like, hey, can you like touch the duck or make it go off? And it would just start lighting up and going crazy. Why should we be afraid of this? Hello and welcome to What Goes Bump the Night. I'm your host, Riley Clark, and alongside me today is our special guests, Paranormal XP, Tara and Paige. Hello. Well, as you can see, I am by myself today. Trevor and his wife are at a concert, so I will be navigating us through this conversation. And the first thing I want to know is how did you two meet and form paranormal xp well we're actually cousins okay so we've known each other our whole lives <laughs> yeah um we've been close growing up our whole lives and we've just always been into the paranormal we were those kids that would have sleepovers and play with ouija boards together so Thanks, grandma <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're only a few okay. months and two weeks apart so um Kind of okay. in a playpen and we're like your friends really yeah and then i think about five almost six now years ago i just started ghost hunting as like a little hobby on the side like i had a spirit box and that was it and i brought tara along for a couple of them and then it just kind of grew into what this is now like we got so much gear we're like we should share what we find with people so let's start a youtube channel and then we have to pick a name so yeah, that took like months. <laughs> and so, like, is the, what does the XP actually stand for? Does it have like a, a meaning behind it? Experience. Experience without okay. the E. <laughs> okay, makes Just sense. Just because XP looks cooler. <laughs> totally, totally. I I agree with you. It's, and you know, you get, you know, the easy tagline of paranormal being right at the beginning. So it might help out with your you know viewers. So exactly. being able to find you. So that's cool. So what was, I guess, you guys probably had paranormal experiences growing up together then if you were playing with the Ouija board and all of that. Was that kind of what led you, you know, down the path, like having those experiences or was it like a lot of us too, like seeing it on TV and things like that? I don't think we really had any real paranormal experiences with a Ouija board. We were just playing around as kids, but um, we both grew up in haunted houses. Tara yeah. has like in multiple haunted houses. Uh, so I don't know if you want to talk about that first. Um, well, the first time I ever saw Spirit, I was five. Um, so it's been my whole life that I knew that they were real. Um, this was my very first haunted house. And then I moved into another haunted house that my parents still live in. Um, I had so many, so many experiences there. Like I won't even go visit them at night or stay the night there or uh when i lived there i wouldn't stay there alone if they were going away for a weekend or something i thought was i <laughs> which is interesting because i go and like hunt them out but it's fun <laughs> right and i lived in a haunted farmhouse for like four years growing up it was my grandparents and i would just hear footsteps coming upstairs all the time i was basically like my room was basically in the attic <laughs> so it was already scary enough and 
lights would turn on and off and it was just it was weird everyone's had paranormal experiences there so it's definitely haunted yeah i, I feel, you. <laughs> feel you totally i grew up in a well we only lived there for a year but we also lived in a haunted farmhouse and my room was also upstairs it wasn't the attic but it was upstairs and we had the same stuff happen like the the one thing that would always happen is the light the upstairs bathroom would flicker and then the faucet would like turn on full mm-hmm. and nice. then we would walk over there the light would be on and like you knew it was off and then i'd be yelling at my sister why are you <laughs> messing around and be like i've been in here the whole time so i i totally yeah. understand <laughs> You know, I've had those too. <laughs> yeah. So, so have you investigated Tara your parents' house? Then oh, my since? mom would never, never, no, never. That. No, she's in, she's in denial. She doesn't want to know what's there. Yeah. Okay. Do you think it's the same spirit from the first house? I honestly don't know. Um, I was so young in the first house. Like I moved out of there when I was like five. Uh, so. The spirit that I saw there was the spirit of a little girl. Um, I don't, there, there's definitely children in my parents' house. You can hear them playing in the hallway at night, but I don't know if it's the same little girl or not. There's something um, on routine at your parents' house. Yeah, it's like- it's on a loop. Yeah, like okay. opening the closet door every night, same closet door always. Faucets, lights. Um, the weirdest thing that ever happened to me is there's like this really creepy dark hallway has no windows always dark there's no lightness and there's a closet and then at the end is two bedrooms and a bathroom so i'm home alone i'm trailing to the bathroom and the closet door was open so i was like oh it's weird so i closed it continued and then it swung open like violently behind me and i was like well i'm gonna keep that open (laughs) um so i think whatever is like there is really just living its daily life and then in some way we are interfering and then they're kind of doing what they need to to open their closets. I don't know. Very strange. It's always the same, the that, same yeah. like activity. Yeah. And I, you probably see that at a lot of the locations that you go to that if you do have a chance to go there again, you might get, you know, the same thing sometimes, yeah. not every time, obviously it might depend on the day that you went. Like if you were to like plan, I think, you know, an excursion a year exactly apart, your evidence, if something is residual and is happening on a loop, is probably mm-hmm. going to be pretty similar, if that makes sense. Because, yeah. like, why would the spirit have something happen on a day that didn't make sense to them? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if there's an energy of something that happened that day that's happening over and over again, either it always happened every day at that same exact time, you know, like a getting home from work, like routine type thing, or there was something that happened that day. Like it could have been like when they turned this light on or something like it led to a phone call, you know, that changed their life or I don't know. Like I'm starting off just general ideas. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that makes a lot of sense. There's um, there's one location, the Beck House that we go to, and there is something on loop up there, and it's uh, constantly walking the same path in the attic. It's all you hear from the the middle of the house to the corner of the living room. Yeah, every night, same same pathway, footsteps, and we always hear it every time we go. Never fails. 
We've been there, what, nine times or something? (laughs) Nine times, yeah. We hear it every single time. Every time. That's crazy. And the attic's not accessible to, like, guests or anything. It's the owner's private area. And she's down in the parlor on the first floor, so... Yeah, and all the haunted, like, area is the third, so we're... Then the attic. Wow. That's wild. Have you gotten, like, anything else from there? Like, any, like, voices that might lead to why? Like, any answers? Uh, I'm trying to think. The last... That was our last... I think it was a kid the last time. Yeah. It's the kids playing in the attic. Yeah, there's this little girl named Eladon, and she apparently drowned in the well there, and her, like, spirit just hasn't been put to rest because they can't find the well. And I think we asked if it was Eladon playing in the attic, and we heard a little kid come over the portal say yes in a very yeah. very quiet answer so it could be her potentially yeah. but yes it's the same thing over and over it's very strange interesting so the the portal i have seen you use that in other uh videos is that like one of your favorite tools to use or do you have maybe another tool that you favor over other ones I've grown really fond of the portal just because mm-hmm. it's it's really clear for our viewers to listen to because a lot of people, they hate the white noise of spirit boxes. Oh, I'm right there. Yeah, I Can't personally don't mind it, but I know like when we're putting a spirit box session in the video and if it's any more than five minutes, people are like over it, right? But sometimes you get so many good answers in like 15 minutes and I don't know, I, I like the portal. Yeah, I think there's a lot of times that we sit there and we just like keep listening to it over and over again and then we don't realize it's like been 20, 30 minutes and we're like, well, this is so fun. Like, and a lot of the things you hear in person is what I really like about the portal. Um, Where some spirit box you can as well, but just not as often. Yeah, and I feel like with the portal too, you like get the person's real voice almost yeah like, you can really hear their like vocal tones like a lot of times like when i'm listening back to like the oh what's the freaking voice recorder that everyone loves to use that panasonic one or the super famous one that mm-hmm. everyone likes to use every voice almost seems to sound exactly the same which is strange to me yeah not all, not every time but like a lot of the like harsher voices i guess the ones that are like like breathy like mm-hmm. they sound super similar and it's just tough to like for me to like say that every time that it's paranormal because we do know that that device can, like can repeat old recordings i believe yeah. is what uh kindred spirit said once it has this weird ability to like bring forth old voices Oh, okay. in its recordings. Are you talking about the DR60? The really yeah. expensive one? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it does similar like every single time. <laughs> it does. It does. And it's really strange to me. But like the portal, you can hear the differences in voices. You can't do the spirit box sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of times where they seem to just kind of sound the same. I don't know if it's just like a general voice that every spirit can use. Like that would be kind of crazy, but it could be. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've heard like kid voices through the portal, women, men, everything. Something you can, things you that can don't tell. sound human. 
Like when yeah. when you're talking to the same person, it's always the same voice, so you can tell that you're continuously communicating with the same spirit. Um, spirit box, I find you can tell if they're male or female, but otherwise, it's a little hard to differentiate. Uh, portal has like I've I've never heard the same words come through the portal portal either. No, we don't get there's no repeating words or anything like that. Um, I mean, spirit box not really either, but we were previously using this one app and we like kind of found like it was just kind of weird because we would hear like the same phrases and stuff we're like hey we don't believe this anymore and we like moved on and um we ended up actually using um what's it called phasma box phasma box yeah and we've never heard the okay. same phrase once it's names that we shouldn't be getting at locations if it wasn't legit the um, answers are more so, direct to our questions yes. which is like crazy yeah. yeah, with the Phasma box, Trevor always likes to bring up the experience he had at uh, Old Lincoln County Jail when he was listening to it and heard like a, a boat horn through it. Yeah, we and heard he, train like, horns. Yeah, he, like weird. Pulled his freaking headphones off and was like, "Can this thing make horn noises?" And <laughs> you know, was like super confused about it. Because he didn't think it could make noises like that. I think he's yeah. in the chat. So let, if if that's the correct story, Trev, let us know. Shout out to everyone that is in the chat. We haven't had a chance to give them all a shout out. But Rachel, Macy, Sherry, Wolf Hunts, John, Trevor's in there, Cam Paranormal, who will be on in a couple weeks. Nice. So shout out all of y'all for joining us in this conversation. Um, so I guess this has to lead me into my next question. Together investigating, what place would you say is like the most famous or has the best, you know, known story that you've gotten to like investigate and experience? Definitely the Conjuring House. <laughs> we just got back from there. Okay, for sure. There's, the for video's sure. not out yet, but that's definitely the most famous place that we've investigated. Along with, oh, yeah, probably Bel Air. Bel Air and Lizzie Borden. Lizzie Borden, yeah. Oh, Lizzie Borden House. Okay, I'm sure the video's out for that then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I haven't watched it myself, but give me a synopsis of something that happened that night because that is a place that is definitely on my bucket list i think tara's got this one she saw something pretty weird uh, there. This, this house is really haunted um there i heard so many mixed things from people people being like oh nothing happened to me there i don't know if it's really haunted and then it's like because it's so popular it's pretty expensive so we're like okay well you know it's kind of yeah hoping that like we do really get like activity and that it's not just you know its name um but i actually had seen something that changed my persona completely like i'm very jolly and happy i make a lot of jokes um but at one point i actually saw two hands like reach for pages like the back of her neck like it was going to strangle her and it the hands weren't attached to anything they were just hands and um then it was gone like in an instant it was just very quick and then i went from like Tara to like a mess and I didn't want to film anymore I just wasn't interested 
I was like, okay, like, um, Paige wanted me to, like, I don't even know when we were filming something, and she wanted me to be on camera, and I'm like, please, please don't let me be on camera. <laughs> like, please take it. Like, I don't want to be on camera. I don't want anything to do with this anymore. Yeah, her um, personality did, like, a total 180. Yeah, it was just weird. Interesting. Would, would either of you say that you're empathic at all? Definitely. Mm -hmm. 100%. We, like, we even see a lot of things. We hear a lot of things. Like, we're very in tune. And I think that's why, like, we do get the evidence we get because I feel like spirits know that we're like this and they know that they can talk to us and show themselves to us. So, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, I, I feel that 100%. Like, we've been talking about this for weeks now with our guests. Like, the more open you are to experiencing the paranormal, the more experiences you're going to have. Because if you're completely ignorant to the fact that there's, you know, spiritual energy happening, you're probably not going to have an encounter with them because you don't believe it. So you can, you know... Yeah. If you exactly. don't believe, like, you're not going to... You might have the experience, but you're instantly going to go, no like you know yeah. skeptic mindset like we i'm sure you you have a skeptic mindset when you're investigating because you have to exactly you, you're not going to experience paranormal if one you're not looking for it two you don't know what to notice when you're looking for it and three if you're not willing to open up your like your feels and let the spirits imprint you with their own emotions yeah definitely there's been times where like Tara's not really like openly emotional, but there's been what was it, Red Coach in where you almost cried oh, yeah, because you were connecting. Cry. Yeah, I have zero like um, my emotional ability is very not great. I don't know how to describe it. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, the when I was talking, it was actually through Estes, and I was like listening to this woman tell her really sad story about how she was killed when she was pregnant, and I was just like fully immersed in that emotion and I was like I might cry like I, I don't I kind of want to stop like <laughs> um I don't like to be emotional and it doesn't happen very often but um every once in a while on investigations it will yeah which is really strange for me very very strange for me yeah I I would feel the exact same way if I went into an a place that's haunted and then all of a sudden like four hours later I'm middle of the investigation I want to cry like what, what what's going on <laughs> yeah. I have no reason to cry right now like there's been times where like well actually I'll give you a I guess sneak peek well <laughs> uh, con <laughs> the conjuring house I got really really irritable in the basement and I didn't mm -hmm. even really notice until I reviewed the footage after and when we left the basement I was fine. So I don't know if something was affecting me down there. And then um, we had one of our team members come over yesterday because we we're filming interviews and she was listening to the recorder of when another team member was in the basement and he was getting really irritable as well when he was down there by himself. So I don't know. And we've heard weird. of like other like paranormal that we have getting irritable at the pondering house as well. So yeah. Seems like a weird so, friend. The Conjuring House. I saw on Instagram you also got to see the Annabelle doll. Oh, that's a replica. It's a replica, it's yeah. It's a replica? Yeah. Okay. But still, I guess, does it give off, like, I guess, the, like, perceived, like, 
feeling that you would get like being in the house and like seeing the doll? Does it give you like, I don't, I don't know, like. It's definitely creepy. Yeah, uh, I guess like creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's an exact replica. So it has you really thinking about the real one, right? Yeah, right. and it's just kind of like sitting there and it's like, hmm, I don't trust you. So was there anything like weird like surrounding the doll? Like did anything weird happen around the doll at all? Obviously if if it's going to spoil anything, tell me to shut up. (laughs) No, I don't think there's well maybe cat balls or flashlights. The cat ball cat ball went off on on its little stand a couple times, but other than that, that, nothing really. Okay, fair. Fair enough. When does that video come out? Are you still working on it? No release date or uh, no release date yet. I haven't started on it. I've just been going through footage. Um, I'm probably starting on it this weekend, but I'm planning on switching things up. So it might take me a little longer to edit this one than it does for my uh, other videos. But I'm hoping in the next two weeks, hopefully. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I'm sure it's going to be fantastic once it finally yeah. premieres. Um, I guess you have other projects coming up or locations and it seems like you you two went on quite the adventure. Yeah. yeah. We did. We went to Grand Midway Hotel in Pennsylvania, which was insane. Like highly recommend that place. Always one of the coolest spots we've ever been. I think it was my favorite on the road trip. Yeah. Yeah. Really? It the whole hotel is like it's just a horror fans dreamland (laughs) it's it's got a ouija board on the roof like a full like full-size ouija board and the biggest tarot card on the ceiling there's just horror memorabilia everywhere every room is a different theme there's like a werewolf room vampire room frankenstein room yeah yeah the whole place is lit up different colors so it's like super creepy there's taxidermy everywhere it's awesome and it's it's haunted for sure. And we play a fun game there, so. Played a fun game there. Yeah. We slept alone for the first time. <laughs> Everyone and had to the, sleep in uh, certain Yeah. Room. There's really? a game that goes yeah. to that. The one room, the canopy room, is like the most haunted. Um, and yeah, we forced one of our team members to sleep in there and see if they could make it the night. <laughs> Yeah, it's nine out of ten people don't make it through the night. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> there's a there's a nun statue in there that appears in your dreams. Apparently, there's, what? Yeah, there's this okay, life size yeah. doll that that's place haunted. Sounds freaking awesome. Yeah, and then there's Regan in the closet from The Exorcist, like a full prop, just looking at you in bed. And there's like eight or ten Ouija boards in there, and there's a, a lot woman. Of a woman was, I believe she was strangled in there and died and now she's in there all the time and she always tells people to get out, like screams at them in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm, when you're sleeping. Wow. And she may or may not be buried in the basement. Yeah, that's another thing. Wow, that, that okay, that place sounds absolutely insane. Yeah. There's a lot of different, like, little stories about that place yeah, in different areas. Yeah, crazy, crazy stories. Yeah. It's seen some history, that's for sure. Yeah. And that's in Pennsylvania? Yeah. Yeah. 
Win Winber, Pennsylvania. Winber, I think. yeah. Winber. Okay. Don't know Pennsylvania too well, but I'll I'll Me take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> Where else did we go? Oh, we went to Hinsdale House. Okay. That that was that was probably that was, my favorite on the trip. Yeah. Yeah, that, that place really has gotten haunted. super popular, popular as of late. It seems like very creepy. Yeah, that's it... really the, the vibe that all the videos I've watched, I probably watched five or six different investigative teams go in there and everyone seems to have weird shit happen. That's just like, okay, the the aesthetic of the place, already creepy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all of the shit that happens, like the bangings that people catch and like the voices and it's just like... There was voices the for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> There's, it's, it was one of the strangest hauntings I've ever seen. Yeah. It, just, I, it, it didn't really make sense. I don't, like, I don't know how to describe it. I was talking about this with one of our team members yesterday, but we think like people barely just scratch the surface on this place. Like there's so much mystery to it. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. I think, I think it's a spot that's just had so much shit happen at it that it's just like a giant portal of like paranormal activity. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. and it's like, where do you even start? What do you even know? Yeah. Like, what do you think you're talking to? And it's hard like, to. We really tried to decipher, like, okay, who is this? What story is this from? I and mean, we just didn't know. We're like, you know what? Let's go with it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Whoever's talking is talking, but like, we really we couldn't. They don't give you your, their names or anything like that. Like that was very hard we just kept asking nothing um, yeah i i've also for us it's always been difficult for us to get spirits to tell us how they died what year they died and their name some yeah. spirits will say their name but i don't know if it's actually their name or if they're reaching mm -hmm. out trying to talk to that person you know what i mean yeah like they're not tr saying their name they're saying someone else's name because that's who they're trying to talk to yeah i think the first time we ever got a spirit to tell us exactly how they died was at the naples hotel which was also on this trip yeah, in a portal session that there was a man that was hung or hung himself on the third floor and i think neck came through the portal and then he literally told us he hung himself so that was weird Whoa. yeah that's yeah. thing like about the portals like why would i say that like there's it's so random like just, it is so random yeah for that those types of words just to come through like yeah it makes no sense at all it's it's like we've always said that too like on the spirit box if you get like a spirit to cuss at you like that's impossible yeah. impossible for yeah. that to be on the radio. <laughs> like that's censored radio waves like they can't say that on the radio yeah <laughs> yeah we've definitely had that <laughs> <laughs> Or like just certain things that come through are just like just don't make sense to be on the radio. I don't know. Like a hundred percent. Like at the intro, like there's no reason for I'm the devil to be coming across on the radio. Like just, <laughs> right? It just doesn't happen. It's not going to happen. Any any other locations that you stopped by on that trip? It was just the uh, four. Yeah, it was the, the four. four. Yeah. The Naples Hotel was actually very last minute because we very were supposed to go minute. back to Wildwood, but there was a mix-up with booking and we lost it. So we Damn. just, yeah, 
I'm glad we were already at Wildwood and we have a video on it, but we really wanted to take the other half of our teammates there. But maybe we'll go back. Yes. That's another then, spot that's uh, definitely bucket list. Naples was cool. It was interesting. We didn't know a lot because we only had so much time to even a day look to prepare. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we kind of almost went in blind. We knew the main ghosts and how they died, I guess, but that's really it. We didn't have like any dates or um, some of the ghosts don't even have names. We can figure it, it took out. Us, it took us a while to even get any sort of activity. And I think because like there was a, uh, there was a bar open downstairs. So there's mm -hmm. a lot of people and I don't know, the energy was just off for the first half. But like when everything calmed down, we were starting to get good answers. It was when we went into the most haunted room of the hotel that really kind of picked up for us. Yeah. Um, and we bought we got multiple rooms, and we investigated in the one that like doesn't really have like any haunted history, I guess. Um, but as soon as we went into the room that was actually haunted, that's when we started getting very strange, especially the portal. Very strange. The hallway too, very haunted in the hallway. Oh yeah. Hallways always seem to be haunted. I don't know what's up with ghosts and wanting to hang out in hallways. <laughs> they got some weird spots that they like to frequent. You know what I mean? Like I know, or like the closet. with lots of doors, <laughs> the closet. Like, come on. You got to pick all of the worst spots under the bed. Like, <sighs> Yeah, I saw something so weird in the Hinsdale closet up in the second bedroom or the main bedroom. It was like this gray humanoid looking thing but it didn't have a face and it peeked out of the closet and we were just setting up to do our intro and i was just like completely in shock i was like what is that <laughs> she's like i thought something i'm like yeah. <laughs> no don't tell me <laughs> tommy trevor is at a concert tonight with jenna that is why he is not here so do you have anything coming up that you're excited about that you wouldn't mind sharing? If I know some people don't want to share all of their future, future yeah. stuff, but if you'd like to, I'd love to hear about it. We are finally going to be investigating our first jail. Oh, yes. Yeah. Jails are sweet. Possibly two back to back. Um, we're just waiting to hear back from the second one for confirmation on the dates. But the first one is for sure, and it is the Ottawa Jail Hostel. So people actually stay there overnight. It's been transformed into a hostel, but they still have death row there. Ooh. And it, it looks just like how it did back then, but obviously all decrepit and stuff. That sounds but, freaking yeah. awesome. Yeah. And apparently, like, it's always on the list of, like, most haunted places in Canada or Ontario and stuff, so... I've been hearing about that place since I was a kid, and I've always wanted to go. Yeah, that sounds like a really sweet spot. Have you done a lot of uh, Canadian places? I know we talked a little bit about some of the places you've probably done with Exploring Harley are probably the same, I think. Um, yeah. What, I guess, what's your favorite local spot to, to hit up? Spirit Rock. Spirit Rock. <laughs> Spirit Rock right I love on. that our answer is the same. Um, yeah. It's like a of old ruins of like a mansion um in the middle of the, the ground in the middle of the woods in the middle of the canadian wilderness um yeah we just kind of i don't know it's it's really strange because the story is that 
two people um, jumped off a cliff. Uh, one was actually pushed, and the other jumped because that was her lover, and he died. Uh, so you got a yeah. tragic love story there. Yeah, it's an indigenous story, and the mm-hmm. land could possibly be cursed. Oh, from this event that happened with the people, or before that? Yeah. From that event, and then... Wow. Um, essentially, this rich politician man built his home on it, and it burned to the ground. Twice. Yeah, Weiss. So no one's tried to do anything since then. No, no it, it just sits there in ruins. Really? No, it's like a yeah. little place people go and visit. And during the day, it's very nice. And then yeah, you, you can picnic there. You can hike there. <laughs> really? So what? What happens there, paranormal-wise? Oh God, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've seen these weird like ghost lights in the forest and I didn't even really know they were like amber and they're big orbs and I didn't really know what they were at the time uh but we're just like we need to leave because I don't know what that is and then when we went to Greystone Manor um the owner was telling us that they get these orange ghost lights in the trees in the forest and that's also indigenous land and apparently that's I guess spirits of indigenous people protecting the land in the afterlife or something i don't know it was really weird it was the first time i've ever heard anyone else talk about it and describe exactly what i saw here in my hometown really yeah i can actually share a story it's not my story it's my sister's story but i know it pretty well because i've heard heard her tell it quite a few times and i'm always a little salty i didn't go on this vacation but (laughs) (laughs) um It's actually a really, like, morbid story, but my family was vacationing in uh, the Keys in Florida, and they had, like, this uh, house on a canal, and my sister and her husband were sitting out fishing in the canal, and they heard, like, a splash across from them, but it was dark out. They couldn't see anyone. They just heard a splash. And I don't know how many minutes exactly had passed, but it, it was a, like 30 minutes or so, an hour maybe. And they seen like an orb come out of like the ground kind of or the water and like go up into the sky. And she said it was like a, a an amber color as well. And it like oh my God. met Very up with scary. like another amber orb and then just like took off into the sky and then come to find out the next morning the guy across the way had a heart attack on his dock and fell in the water and drowned oh and my died. god oh my wow so, i don't know like the orbs like totally totally could be like my sister has a personal account that has something similar to that so yeah it's weird it's very strange and I, I've noticed things like that too when I'm out like investigating a lot of the cemeteries that I've been to around here have something similar to that like you'll see like a light in the woods that isn't normal yeah yeah. like it just like it, you can tell that it's not like a lightning bug or something like that it's just different mm-hmm. it's either it's bigger or it's more yep. intense and like it's almost like you're drawn to looking at it like you wouldn't be like drawn to like look at a lightning bug, right? You just like see it. Yeah. But like these orbs, like you're almost like 
intensely like connected to it for a moment and like you yeah, know you're so right it or something i don't know yeah i sat there staring at it for like a good minute and like another person i was with saw the exact same thing and we're just like okay hey, we need to we need to leave because there's nothing like beyond that light it's not someone's flashlight in the trees there's no one out there it's not a lightning bug it's way too big and bright and yeah it was weird first time i've ever seen something like that we're planning to planning to go back. So, mm -hmm. have you done I'm a curious. video at that place? Yeah, yeah, I did, and it kind of turned into this weird Skinwalker theory video. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was just a very weird night. Um, have you had? It, like, oh, go ahead. So, we go to these haunted places and we stay multiple days sometimes, and um, we've never been able to stay there for more than a couple hours. We always get spooked out. Um, we've actually run. Yeah. And <laughs> really? We run, yeah. That's not so normal for us. Um, especially for Paige, because she, she lives in the in the country, so she's yeah, not I'm scared of like, animals or anything <laughs> like that. But um, just very weird coincidences that everything kind of added up, like what is in these woods? Because whatever it is, it's not normal. What happened was I was under for Estes and all three of the people that we were with, Tara, our friend Jess, and then our other team member, Rhonda, they, at the same time, they all saw these weird um, eyes in the trees and they were human height. So Two they, pairs of eyes. Yeah. One was a little taller than the other. Very bright. Like, the only thing we can think but, of that it could have been was like a bear on its hind legs or something, but I don't think it was. I don't know. And like, like with the you're a bear though. Right? And then like with the answers coming through Estes, everything was connecting to what they thought they were seeing and it was weird. And we didn't know anything about skinwalkers and we weren't like no, we didn't. or anything like that. <laughs> and just we did our research after the fact and we were like, This is really strange and it doesn't make any sense other than there's something weird in the woods that isn't animal or human yeah at least it might look skin, that way maybe i don't know and skinwalkers are like indigenous lore right and it's it was an indigenous story indigenous, an indigenous land. curse yeah yeah that's really interesting like that's what we kind of think like we probably talk about it every live stream but mouth cemetery it's our favorite place to go here and the photo evidence that we captured there there's no way it's something human that haunts that place it was just too big like the shit that happened that night like a tree fell down and blocked their exit oh my, oh my god like it just doesn't <laughs> make sense that it would just be like a normal spirit it's got to be something way more supernatural mm -hmm. than just a ghost like yeah yeah i don't know about skinwalker or anything because i i've kind of like it's harder for me to like think of something like a beast creature yeah. running around like <laughs> it's just way harder <laughs> for my imagination to make that real yeah <laughs> and, like i believe like there can be super dark energies but like not beast like they're most likely going to be some human charged entity but it's not going to be 
I guess I don't even know. Honestly. Like my <laughs> we brain don't either. <laughs> so scattered on the idea of like Skinwalker, Wendigo, like all of these things. Like it's hard for me to constantly be like, yeah, this is what I believe because mm-hmm. other people have say things, and I'm just like, wow, that's such an interesting theory on that. Like I didn't think about that, and like, could there actually be like a Skinwalker that wants to like become me, like? Mm-hmm. Is that possible? I don't know. <laughs> weird. Like, I'm definitely open to the possibility that there's some really weird things out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. I don't know exactly what they are or, like, anything like that. But um, I don't know if I want to hunt them either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we what didn't you, even... What do you do when you come into, a, like, a real-life encounter with, like, a skinwalker? Like, what's everyone's plan yeah. that all these YouTubers out here looking for a skinwalker... What are you going to do if it's real and you meet one? You have no shot. I'm sorry. It's going to win and you're going to die. And then That'd that video is the end of your channel. Yeah. <laughs> then you yeah, did it all for know. nothing. Right. <laughs> now the skinwalker is you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah There's some weird things on the internet that like about skinwalkers and stuff. And it's just like... Who knows what's real and what's not, but it's weird. Whatever, whatever it is. Right, and I guess that's what we're all trying to figure out is what's mm-hmm. real, what's not real. And I guess this, like, what do you think about cryptics? Do you get believe in, like, Bigfoot and, like, the skunk ape and Yeti? I'm definitely open to it. Uh, yeah, I think, like, there's so many reports on the same things and people describe the same things, and it's just, like... I don't know. I think like Bigfoot and stuff could be out there for sure. Yeah, I think it's definitely possible. Do you think it's actually like a real like I guess ancient animal or do you think it's more like an interdimensional being? God, I don't even know. I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For stuff like that, like uh, for me, I'm a realist so I think it would have a lot to do with like evolution um, okay that like in some way on the evolutionary tree it kind of went this way and then there's so few of them that it's like so rarely seen i would be more on that end rather than like a mystical creature um, but i do believe in some mystical creatures like i believe in fairies okay fairies are very interesting because yeah. i don't know if, like um, there's bigfoot there fairies like the legend of fairies dates back even further than even like bigfoot probably does honestly like so far back to like ad and like bc (laughs) it's crazy and Mm -hmm. i there's a video out there of this guy i don't know what his channel is but he like he says he sees fairies and he draws photos of them i don't know if he's just a really good artist and draws them but like he says he sees them and draws them and like his photos of them make you really want to believe in them because they're so freaking cool and like you can buy them after Mm -hmm. he does it so i don't know if it's just like a thing he figured out or if like he can actually see these fairies but i think they're very interesting and like there's good Mm -hmm. ones there's bad ones there's evil ones there's nice ones yeah everything i've always heard about like them being evil and not what you like not what people not think Tinkerbell. they are, right? <laughs> yeah, not Tinkerbell. 
Where is that one place in, is it Newfoundland or Nova Scotia, Tara? The Belle Island hag, and it's got like fairies in the forest. I think it's Newfoundland. I think. Yeah, I don't remember, but. It's in there somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently people go into this forest and will get like lost for days and it's because of these fairies or something and they're just evil. I don't know. (laughs) And apparently it's like a really popular path for like kids to walk to school or walk. Interesting. Okay. So what about aliens then? Was at least their parents would get them like and could like offer them pretty. Paris freezing. Yep, she's freezing. <laughs> Am I freezing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you froze. We missed I think like half of what you said. <laughs> but uh yeah, aliens. I believe in aliens, hundred percent. Have you ever seen a UFO? I honestly think I have twice. <laughs> okay. What, um, what happened? So it, um, it was actually the first time was at the farmhouse that I lived in, the haunted one. And it was really, really weird. I didn't see it, but I saw something strange outside. Like I was laying in bed and there's two windows on the wall, the far side of the wall. And it was summertime and the sky just lit up green and it like beamed through the windows and then it faded out and I don't know what it was. I woke my mom up and she's like, oh, it's it's just the snowmobilers. And I was like, what are you talking about? It's summer. <laughs> like, <laughs> and why would it light up the whole sky in the room? Like she was half asleep, but that was weird. And then there's another time um, at a different house, well, this house, I was um, watching TV and the window was behind the TV and I could see something like disc shaped outside and it was green and it had two pink lights on the side and it was like falling in a zigzag. And then like I got up and I went outside to see what it was and then I saw a bunch of other people out on the street with their flashlights because I think I guess they saw the same thing falling from the sky, right? I think like it could have been a meteor, but I don't know. It was just too weird looking for me to dismiss it as something natural. <laughs> right. Yeah. I only had one experience with Trevor. We were at my parents' house. We had something triangular fly over us and like the light came like through the trees and was like illuminating around us. And then like pretty much as soon as we noticed what was happening, like it just disappeared. Yeah, it's weird, very weird. But I also think aliens too are also like something similar to like experience of paranormal like you have to be willing to accept accept it. Exactly. I feel like they have some type of like way to like know what people are going to be more responsive to what they show them. I don't know if that makes sense at all, but yeah. <laughs> But uh, when we went to Greystone Manor, the we didn't even know about the whole alien sighting in Gasport, New York. And the owner just like during the history that she was giving us, she was casually mentions, oh yeah, there's aliens on the property too, by the way. I'm like, oh, all right. On the Maybe property? Was, yeah. I don't know. They, she calls Whoa. them the greys. Whoa. 
Yeah, apparently one of the old owners would see like little gray men looking in her windows all the time. And what? There's, yeah, and there's um, a bunch of UFO sightings in Gasport and oh, she's back. <laughs> um, and I guess they say it's from the these natural gas things that are along the creek beds or something. And I don't know. There was like all these weird connections that she was telling us about why the aliens are in Gasport, but I didn't see any aliens that night. I was a little disappointed. <laughs> right? I want to meet a gray. Come on now. Right? Aliens Take me to your leader. <laughs> yeah, get me off this planet. <laughs> I definitely believe in aliens. So, you said earlier in the live stream that you played with the Ouija board and you didn't think that you actually had any real experiences. Have you used one now in your adult life? We tried. Yeah, we have actually on the road trip, we tried one almost every investigation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anything but, with it. Uh, so we put Tara in blindfolded to do it at the conjuring house. Oh. And just to see, right? And it was moving. She felt it moving, but it wasn't really making sense. It wasn't making sense, yeah. Yeah. I answered yes and no questions a couple times, but like other than that, like. Yeah. So we're still yeah. not sure about it. Yeah, I'm on like. I've talked about my experience like when I was a kid before on our, on the, our podcast many times, but like I don't know if the experiences I had with it as a kid were real. They sure as hell seem like they were actually real, even still to me to this day, so I'm going to say they were. But I don't know if, like, doing it now, if it would ruin what happened, because I think what happened to me when I was a kid was cool, you know? And then I don't want to use it as an adult and... Be disappointed. Down, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because of what, like, what it led to, like is the reason I'm so into the paranormal. Like all the events that started to happen when me and my sister started using this thing, like religiously, like I'm also worried that that past will come back through it too. Cause I like, I've put it away, you know, like then see that was haunting me for a couple years. Like he, he's gone, I've gotten rid of him and I don't want that door to be opened again mm -hmm. because it's not a, it's not a good, spirit to have around yeah. you know like he's just violent and the things that like me and my sister were able to like write down about his story and everything because like this spirit was like actually we had a full book like written of things that it would tell us like he molested children and trapped them in this house oh that goodness. was on the property and like was just a terrible terrible person in like the early 1900s had gave us dates names of little kids like all this stuff if i mm -hmm. wish i had this book so i could go back and do the like real research to learn this story because i won't even go back to that house like even to this day like i don't drive near that house don't go near it mm -hmm. yeah so i guess that's just like i want to try it but at the same time, I also, I'm just so on the fence about what it potentially could, if it is a real thing, right? And it is a real portal, like, will that bring everything that happened back into my life and then start this whole hell circle? Yeah. Could, it could. You never it know. could. 
right? <laughs> it really, it actually could. And that's what's scary about it for me. Like Trevor really <laughs> wants me to do one with him, but like, that's what I'm scared of is to bring the past back to me. Like mm -hmm, yeah. that door's closed. The only way I know that it could open is using that Ouija board. Again. <laughs> yeah. So, but like it, it drives me insane because I want to do it again. But like, is using all of the tools that we have not the same thing? Is it, why is it different? Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. For sure. Cause like, is it because it's more of a ritualistic thing than like, I'm talking to a spirit regardless of how we look at it is a ritual and like the paranormal world is kind of cultish, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a cult. <laughs> so like, we are doing rituals talking to the dead. <laughs> like, is it any different? I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely know that it's just like another tool to use. Um, I think a lot of people don't know how to use it properly, and I think that's where it can be dangerous. That too. Like, definitely don't know how to use it correctly. I feel like Ouija board would be one of those things that would be really good to have like a medium with you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Definitely. Like, don't they say, like, if you're going to do a seance that you should have a medium with you, like any form of seance at all, like, you should have one because it's, like, it can protect I, you? I feel like it is better, for sure. And I think you get a lot better communication when you do, instead of yeah. doing it just by yourself. But, yeah, that makes sense. Have you uh, investigated with a psychic medium before? Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Kristen Lee... Uh, from the Bel Air house. We did a seance with her and then we were with a medium when we uh, filmed the Selena Spooky Boo at her house. Okay. So that was interesting. But yeah. I would like to work with a medium like like have them actually like investigate fully with us one yeah, day. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I would that's something I would definitely love to do too. Like the couple group investigations that we did the one at Eloise Asylum, there was a psychic medium there. He's been on TV shows and stuff. and every, I forget his name, but he was on Travel Channel. He had his own show at one point. He worked with Chip Coffee and like all of the big famous psychic medians that everyone knows. But he, he didn't like open up that night, which was kind of shitty, honestly, because I was really... Mm -hmm looking forward to that he did occasionally but it wasn't you could tell that he really wasn't letting everything come through yeah which is crazy to me that they have the ability to like kind of just shut it off yeah well, like, i think I they've like, lived sorry <laughs> oh yeah probably because they've lived with it for so long maybe. yeah yeah just like teach themselves sort of yeah. Being an untrained medium can be really dangerous too because you're letting things in you don't know how to shut them out, right? So you gotta, you gotta learn. Well, it's probably be always that. hard at the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah. Do you think that people have the like ability to like make their self like medium-ish, like become? I think people more... can open themselves yeah. up more. Um, I think medium is a very powerful word because mediums seem to be able to like speak directly with the dead typically, right? Um, I don't know, I, I don't really think everybody would have that ability, but to open yourself up to the more, to the spiritual world more, I think definitely. Yeah. The things that we experience, like, think, like, 
we've definitely developed mm -hmm. abilities, I guess you could say, the more we do this. So, but I wouldn't sit there and call myself a medium. No. Right. Yeah. Neither. That's such a, like you said, a, a strong word to just use mm -hmm. as a label. I yeah. Guess. So, how many investigations have you done? I guess as a group, we'll just say like together and since you started the YouTube channel. So currently we have 19 investigations on our channel. And, but before that, we've probably like doubled that, like off of wow. YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe even triple. I don't know. We were going to cemeteries and everything and like all the local spots and yeah. Sure. Cemeteries are my favorite. Yeah. You get some good stuff yeah. in cemeteries. One of our best videos was in a cemetery. <laughs> Actually, yes, it's, it's our best performing video. Um, but we were doing this for five years before we started YouTube. It's yeah. Oh, wow. So definitely had, before you even started like trying to make a, a channel, already had like numbers of like, investigations yeah. in the books. We were just That's doing nice. it for fun at the time. And then yeah. you're just like, we're let's make a channel. I was like, okay. <laughs> I would yeah I would honestly say me and Trevor like we've done a good amount of investigations but we're still so green like when we go into like actually investigating a place like sometimes it can be overwhelming like doing a place like Double J Ranch just giant freaking resort like where do we even start like and then we get into these different buildings and we don't know the entire history because it's so speculated so like mm -hmm. what was real what's fact it's really hard to know and the, I guess for me it's just like I give a lot of credit to you and the other guests that we've had to be able to like tell the history because that's where we've kind of struggled I think is telling some of the history on these places and you two do a very good job of telling the history, history and story thank you and then using that as knowledge and fuel for your investigation too so you do a great job is history something that has always been a fascination for both of you on top of the paranormal or was this you know brought to you more of just being fascinated by ghosts and having the experiences i've become more interested in it when it's um combined with the paranormal for mm -hmm. sure um i know like back in school i hated history <laughs> but i appreciate it way more now that i'm older so i enjoy like looking into things and researching things and tara does most of our research so whatever she finds i'm always like happy to read about it i'm a little bit of a history nerd i love history and not just paranormal all history um, I've gotten more and more into it though with this, like, you're not only learning about like the, you know, paranormal history, but also the building history, the town history, the type of people that lived there at one point. It was I think I've learned more, I think I've learned more about Canadian history doing this paranormal stuff than I did in school. <laughs> True. <laughs> we learned a lot of American history in school. Yeah. Really? You learned a lot of American history in school? Yeah, we did. Yeah, really? there was That's there was Canadian history, American history, and then 
some other history class. I can't remember. World history. Right. Yeah, we had like world history, but we really didn't focus too much on our Canada neighbors. It's kind of messed up. <laughs> yeah, we know a lot about you. Yeah. Don't worry, I know a lot about Canada, like the hockey player and everything, so <laughs> I got mad respect for everyone up north. It's not that much different than America. Even our histories are very similar. Right, yeah, because, like, you're right there, you know, mm-hmm. like, when the There's pioneers came over. one big plot over, of land, right? Canada was found first anyways, right? Yes, I believe so, the East Coast. So your guys' history would be a lot richer than ours even. Once you get into like, you know, Europe coming over here and meeting with the indigenous people, which the tribes that we both have are mostly mm-hmm. the same. Yep. Especially here in Michigan, like we're so yeah. close to you. All that separates us is the lakes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A river. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and most Canadians live like right on the border. like not very common that people are scattered like all kind of live in this one little area yeah southern ontario is like most of the population (laughs) right (laughs) which is like right on the border of new york so yeah and the border of michigan too on the other side so yeah have you done any michigan locations not yet no actually we we plan to yeah there's some good there's some good spots out here. A lot of them are a lot tougher to get into because like the paranormal industry here is not as big as it is in like Ohio and like Illinois. And yeah. Uh, on the East Coast, I feel like a lot of the East Coast places, they have so much history that it's almost like every building's haunted. <laughs> like, yeah. honestly, <laughs> like every building's been standing there since freaking 1900s and <laughs> all the wars and everything that's happened over there there's just so much yeah that's happened michigan just doesn't really have all of that yeah i feel you on like getting into places like even in canada it's it's hard to get Very in and be able to here. investigate yeah yeah and and- this is haunted yeah it's right. haunted but we don't want you to film it even though we advertise it as haunted yeah <laughs> like yeah, we get a lot of that too. Like, you'll see a building will come out with like a story during Halloween, and they'll like give it to the newspaper about how the employees are seeing ghosts and stuff. It's like, okay, I see what you're doing here. Yeah, because you know, paranormal groups will then start hitting them up, and not one person goes and investigates this place. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, yeah, that was just a marketing ploy to get people in. Right. Yeah. Oh, where am I gonna do dinner on Halloween night? Oh, well, this place is haunted. Let's go eat there. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't. If if you're actually haunted and using it to get people to make money, hey, more power to you. <laughs> us paranormal investigators want in that joint as soon as you yeah. say it's haunted. Like, let me right? stay the night there. Yeah. <laughs> My town offers ghost walks to like all these places and we've emailed every place that they talk about on ghost walk and they just won't get back to us at all. Yeah, they're yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so, like, all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, or, or they have that one group that investigates there and that's the only group they yeah. let come in. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a lot of the like really hot spots around here that we've tried to reach out with. They're like, Oh no, we have a, a team that comes through. 
for us. It's like, yeah, that's annoying. Okay. <laughs> like, what about us? Like, we'll pay yeah, you just like, as much okay. as they do. Like, yeah. Yeah. We'll even pay you extra. Like, come on. Right. <laughs> a lot of these places, though, do charge an arm and a leg for a night. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, sure. you, you got these places got to understand a lot of these people are traveling. So they need to get a hotel on top of paying for the night that you're charging them. So, like, you're charging 500 bucks the hotel is probably gonna be you know another 200 yeah so like it's almost a thousand bucks just to come there for a night yeah we yeah. we were in hotels every other night almost on that road trip so it's very expensive Fair. <laughs> and with the american exchange rate yes the canadian dollar not so good right now <laughs> no <laughs> very bad actually very very bad so if we go to any of these American places, they're paying like an extra third on top of what you guys pay. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Easy. So, I guess, where would be your dream location? Anywhere in the world, let's say you can spend a week there and you get all of the tools that you could ever want to paranormal hunt with. Oh my god, that's the, such a hard um, question. Pyramids in Egypt. Oh, right. Yeah, we did Good discuss one. that. <laughs> Good one. I have to agree with that. Yeah, that's definitely a place. I don't think anyone's ever investigated there. I don't yeah, think so. I don't think so. That Probably would, not even but it would be that's a dream. <laughs> that would be crazy. Like in the yeah. pyramids, do you like go in the pyramid and yeah. investigate inside the tomb? Oh. Yeah. Oh. That would be so sick. But would you be able to understand them? I don't would know. Would they speak in like Egyptian language? I don't know. See, that's that, where things yeah. get weird in the paranormal with the whole language thing. Right. Uh, Helena, had... Helena said that she believed that spirits can, because it's just energy, that they can translate it to however they need to be translated. Yeah, I definitely can see that. Yeah. We had an experience at Wildwood Sanitarium. There's apparently German ghosts that come through there, and we had Josh from Hauntings with Hodge um, ask a question in German, and then this lady answered him back directly in English. So that was weird. Yeah, I, I think he showed that clip when he was on. Yeah. Either that or I seen it myself. Yeah. <laughs> but I believe he showed it when he was on, on here a couple weeks ago. But yeah, really that weird. is pretty crazy like for him to say it in German and then English response that makes sense yeah yeah it was weird yeah that's definitely a weird one and I was blown away mm -hmm. I guess it adds more truth to like Helena's theory that they can manifest it however they choose so maybe the Egyptians would just speak English to us I don't know yeah, yeah I don't maybe know. I have no idea I'm sure they'd find a way to communicate. I'm sure. Yeah. And what would be cool though is I bet it would lead to like so many answers to like like obviously you're gonna ask, how did you make the pyramid? Yeah. Like how are you, <laughs> yeah. why did you make the pyramid? Like all of these it answers that right? mankind's been looking for for years <laughs> and we can't solve. All you hear is aliens come over the spirit box. <laughs> <laughs> Show us the cows. 
Yeah, it's good. I don't know. That's definitely like would be top of the list if I could go anywhere I wanted in the world. Yeah. See, mine is Pulvaglia Island. I've never heard of that. Yeah, what is uh, that? What is that? Okay, so it's an island in Italy. When there was a huge outbreak of plague, they sent all of the people who have plague to this island to die. Oh, no. Oh, I then think Then they would I've die on the island, and then they would burn their bodies there. And they say that, like, 50% of the island is actually ash from all of the dead bodies. After yeah. the plague went through twice, I believe, in Italy during two different time periods. And then after that, a doctor bought the island and built a insane asylum on the island and treated his patients freaking terribly. And then he died, and then the island has been off limits. It's literally you can't go there. <laughs> You, you might be able to get special permission sometimes now, but for a long time it was completely off limits because it looks yeah. like, I don't know if Exploring Harley is talking about Olvaglia Island or another spot. But yeah, that's a place that I'd really love to go to. That sounds intense. That would be crazy. Yeah. Put that on my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's where the plague doctor really is like, knows uh that's kind of where where it all started the whole plague doctor thing is yeah, from yeah. that island it's wild i'm surprised i haven't heard i didn't hear about it not illegal to go onto the island i thought it was i thought oh there's a question mark there never mind yeah i don't <sighs> some people get a chance to go there i don't know how Maybe Exploring Harley can let us know if he knows, but as far as I know, you're not allowed to go to the island. Probably but people have got strings. Yeah, you probably yeah. got to pull some strings and pay a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> That's my, my guess. <laughs> but it's got it definitely has that like super dark energy, like. Oh. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, and it's totally forgotten about. And of course, you know, there's Chernobyl too. Like that would be a really. Mm -hmm crazy yeah. place to go to any of these like time capsule spots you know they're like, yeah they're literally just like trapped in time and haven't been yeah. disturbed i, I think like to go to the catacombs catacombs yeah, is another yeah awesome place that i'm sure is absolutely insane <laughs> looks insane <laughs> probably wouldn't even be able to explain your trip after it like it just you're like words don't exist for this <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, there's no possible way. Harley just said they went there no problem. You just have to find a boat. Huh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Looks like we're going. <laughs> <laughs> just have to find a boat. All right. <laughs> Can't be that hard. <laughs> a boat to take you there? Is it going to come pick you up after? You're going to be left there? Oh, we just need to get our boat license. It's fine. <laughs> just take a boat. It's <laughs> probably illegal to be there anyway, so you might as well just keep doing all the criminal activity and just take a boat. I don't know. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah, might as well. I don't know. Fun. 
<laughs> if you're gonna do it, it might as well go all the way, right? Exactly. Do it for the content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all for the art. I can yeah. already see the the, the title. <laughs> Stole a boat and found an island. Or something. I don't know. Stole a boat, took it to a forbidden island. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> took a stolen boat to a forbidden island. That was the perfect clickbait. <laughs> So I, I guess that, that leads me to want to ask you, like, when you're creating thumbnails, I've, I've noticed a lot of your thumbnails are, like, fairly similar with, like, you know, is that following trends or is it just the, like, the look that you like? I think I just kind of fell into it. Like, I knew I wanted to put our faces on it because I did want Tara and I to be recognizable as our brand. Yes. Right? Um, I didn't want to do the bright colors but i just somehow ended up doing it and it's just kind of stuck it's now like our look it's different than everybody else's everyone else sticks right. with these dark or like grungy looking thumbnails which are cool love them but it's just i don't know and because tara and i are so different opposite i find it's like we meet in the middle it's spooky but it's also bright and colorful for her so yeah yeah i totally i get that like I do all of our digital media and like for me, I always just wanted to keep like something that was the same, but different every time I made a thumbnail, just so yeah. that like you would have that familiarity when you see it, especially yeah. if maybe you're new and YouTube's recommending us to you a lot. Like I wanted to be like, okay, I keep seeing this. Like, yeah, I need to click on it. And, yeah. yeah, you want people to know, like, oh, that's mm -hmm. Paranormal XP's video. That's Bump in the Night's video. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You want to be recognizable because if, like, sometimes that's that's another reason I put our faces on it. Just because there's so many thumbnails with just um, a house and a title, and I feel like they kind of get lost when you're scrolling. So, I don't know. It works for a lot of people, uh... but. Yeah, as soon as they see our face, they know it's our video. Yeah. Right, yeah, because you're not always drawn to, like, the actual title or who the video is posted by. You're, you're drawn to the the image, right? Yeah. So you, you want to... And it's good that you have your, your faces on there, because, like, even if you go onto someone else's show, like, I use basically the same art you guys have used in multiple different videos and just put it on to one of our videos because they're going to see you two and be like, oh, they did a live stream of What Goes Bump tonight. I have to watch this. Yeah. And, and I think that's what's awesome about like the YouTube community as well is we're all like willing to talk to each other and like create a real community of friendship mm -hmm. and like supporting each other trying to help promote each other too which is really awesome like when we first started this podcast we didn't know anyone that was doing this right none of our friends were had a youtube channel hunting ghosts or like had a podcast that could help you know promote us like we had to figure out a way to meet people ourselves eventually we did and we met tommy and it's kind yeah. of spiraled into meeting you and hodge and <laughs> Honestly, normal exploring Harley, and it's kind of it's crazy. Yeah, meeting Tommy is 
like for us as well, we've met mm-hmm. so many people through him. Like he's just this little connection for yeah. everybody, it seems. <laughs> Which is awesome. It's super yeah. awesome. Have you actually met him in person? I think you've done a, yeah. you've done a video with yeah. him, right? Yeah, yeah we, we went to Chase him. Manor with him. Yeah, I thought so. I thought so. Good yeah. guy. Great mustache. Yeah. <laughs> But we like we never knew that could happen. I don't know if it felt like that to you two, but like we we really never thought that like we would meet people on social media that would like wanna collab with us or like wanna like meet up one day and do something paranormal or yeah. just hang out. I don't know. Like it's just it's awesome to see a community grow like this. And yeah. I feel like everyone that we've had on this this channel is like we're like the central hub of like this new growing paranormal community that's really awesome and everyone's inclusive and yeah. willing to support each other and that's i think what i've enjoyed the most out of all of this mm-hmm. is just a genuine like love and wanting everyone to succeed and no one going oh well my channel and content's better than theirs so why should yeah. anyone go watch anything else but it's like that's that's not the point of this. We want everyone to experience what we're experiencing, one, when we're out in the field, right? And then two, we want to be able to share another creator's experience, you know, with exactly. us and like, be like, oh my gosh, I had the same thing happen or wow, like the evidence is crazy. I've never seen anyone capture anything like that. Like, yeah. That, uh, I think one of the coolest experiments that you guys did, and I haven't seen anyone else do this, is you did like a, a at the Beck House with uh, exploring Harley. You did uh, a double Estes method. Yeah. With the We've... Spirit Talker app running as well, I believe, or some other yeah, app. Yeah, two, two Spirit Talker apps. Okay, I thought that was a really cool experiment because, for one, the stuff that they were saying ended up matching the Spirit Talker. And exactly. So some crazy. of the history and like that that house for one is freaking sweet. And then two, like <laughs> it just everything seemed to like connect in this crazy, crazy way. That it was, was just a really cool experiment. That was the um the time that I was the most impressed with Spirit Talker, I think. Because yeah. everything lined up perfectly. And having two going at once with dual SS, it was just crazy. But yeah, it's, I don't know, I'm, I'm right getting real names from like the people who haunt the Carl home and Amelia. the home. It's yeah. Weird. We yeah. like having Spirit Talker run in the background of Estes because it just, it adds that extra element and gives us an opportunity to make more connections. And mm-hmm. it's never failed. Like Never. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely something that I'm in. To steal from you and try on my next investigation <laughs> yeah. the double SDs Do with the spirit sure. talker because I just feel like for me I need things to happen in threes to be like conclusive. Yeah. I don't know why, but to me if three things happen at the same time, it just makes way more paranormal sense to me. Like if I get a voice on the spirit talker, like did something happen with an EMF detector or like or did a cat ball or something go off at the same time or the millimeter spike like as other things happening as this is happening yeah like mm-hmm. once there's that correlation it's like okay it 
makes more sense that what actually happened isn't an anomaly of just randomness. Yeah. It's like purposeful. Yeah, exactly. We always like to have multiple things kind of around for trigger objects as well, because it's like if you see something or experience something or hear something and one of those devices goes off at the same time, it's just like giving you that that extra like um, confirmation confirmation that um, what you're experiencing is potentially paranormal. Exactly. Now, have you, in any of your videos or photos, actually captured what you think could be an apparition? Yes. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> Twice. Um, Greystone Manor, we think we caught a shadow person, and it makes sense because that house, it's like known for its shadow people. It's, it's so strange. We pan over, and something just like grows into frame and blocks out this light in the dining room and it just looks like this human shaped thing sitting there looking at us while we're trying to film an intro that we actually never ended up using and I almost scrapped that clip so I don't know I couldn't explain it at all I went frame by frame and it's just solid black shadow blocks out the light it was in the room with us and you can see a hairline and like it's so weird and then um, Chase Manor we think we caught a little kid up in the attic, like an apparition of a little kid, and we felt like it was a kid's energy up there with us. And we were telling them, um, if you're a little kid, turn off the flashlight. And I saw, reviewing the footage, I saw something like peek up behind the beam that the flashlight was on. And so I, I brightened it, slowed it down, looked at it, and it looks like a little kid's face peeks up, looks at us, looks behind itself, like as if like, you know, can they see me? And then looks at us again and then the light turns off right after. So weird. Wow. I yeah, can't explain so it. He was playing with the flashlight. Yeah. And then Rochelle G, who was there with us that night, um, told us later on that she caught a picture of a little girl up in the attic and she showed it to us and it was kind of the same color of what we caught on camera. Mm -hmm. So it was weird. And we didn't know we caught that until like way later, reviewing footage, days later, but weird coincidence. The attic was very active, so we definitely knew that there was a little kid up there with us, for sure. Yeah. Um, but we did not realize that we had actually caught um, their face. Yeah. That's incredible. Have you not necessarily captured it, but like seen an apparition with your own eyes? Mm -hmm. Yes. Multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> I saw, I guess, who is believed to be Emily Davis at the Bel Air house, walk down the stairs in broad daylight with a little girl in a white dress and she was blonde, very tiny. And we were just hanging out. We weren't filming at the time. We were just waiting for um, the owner to get there to start the seance. And yeah, I saw her walk down the stairs. I stopped and I just started laughing because I couldn't fathom what I was seeing and I was like I did not just see a little girl walk down those stairs and then um, I told Kristen after what I saw described her and she's like oh that's Emily Davis and then but the thing about Emily Davis is she's apparently not really a little girl it's this darker entity or demon if you will not human yeah um, disguised as her
so so, so there, <laughs> there was never an Emily Davis that ever existed there was there's That's two the, of them yeah, there there's two the real oh. Emily Davis drowned in the river and I think so I guess there's an older one there and a younger one and the younger one is what is um not disguise yeah that's wild so whatever this entity is is trying to, to be a different ghost yeah, yeah. kind of playing here to gain your trust yeah definitely trying oh, to get you to trust that's it so devilish man <laughs> right what <laughs> pretending wow yeah. See, we, yeah we have a similar i think story here at nudica cemetery because there's a there's a grave at the cemetery for an emily right but it's an old lady like she died at like 87 years old and it's a wood tombstone so it's super old but then you go there and you will have paranormal experiences with a little girl named emily and that's like the same same thing thing. that you're talking about and the name is exactly the same that's so weird it's very strange it makes you wonder if demons just like the name Emily. Yeah, they just yeah. pick a name and go with it. <laughs> Emily. Put that it on my weird, do though. not name my child list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, but we've seen multiple things. Like, yeah. again, like the thing I saw at the Hidden Still House is like faceless and gray. And Tara's seen, I think in Salem, you opened the bathroom door and you saw a man just standing did. in the bathroom. He did, he was in the bathroom. Um, I also saw a man at Chase Manor in the barn. Um, yeah. I've seen some spirits in my parents' house over the years. It doesn't happen very often. I could probably count on one hand how many times I've actually seen a full body apparition. But, uh, right, I think I got, I got two, I think. Yeah. Two times ever. Both of them when I was younger. One, I was in high school, so I wouldn't really say it was that much younger, but first one, I was like eight, maybe. Both of them crazy experiences. One was my great-grandmother. The other one was with a bunch of people at a cemetery. We'd seen someone carrying like an old oil lantern like oh, through man. the cemetery. Oh, and it no, went behind you. a tree. We chased it down, and there was nobody there. That's wild. Yeah. It's so weird because, like, the things we see, sometimes it's so heavily detailed, it looks exactly like a real person standing there in front of you. Like, Mm -hmm. that's how I saw Emily. Like, she was solid. And then sometimes you'll see shadows or just white mist. And it's, like, it's so weird how, like, they can just show themselves in all these different forms to you. And I don't know. It's mind-blowing. Makes me wonder if they're, like, not trying to and you're just kind of seeing the tail end of things yeah just seeing that you're not really supposed to yeah right and it's almost like as soon as you see it your brain wants to tell you you didn't actually see that it's yeah like, no, no, no 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 i was glitching out bro like yeah. we lagged for a moment you didn't actually see that it didn't and, actually yeah happen. yeah you're questioning yourself like am i crazy like did i see that like like Should I tell people eyes, I saw like, that? Yeah. Your eyelash in my insane. eye? Like, what was <laughs> I know a lot of paranormal investigators who've seen nothing. And I'm like, if I had never seen nothing, I don't know if I would believe that you can. Like, the only reason I do is because I've seen it. Yeah, same. It's just weird. Oh, Harley, that's nice. awesome. That's crazy. Wow. 
You'll have to tell us more about that later. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. That's, yeah. And you never know, like, when you're going to experience it either. Obviously, mm. you want it to happen. Like, I've, I don't know if you want it to happen. Is this, is <laughs> it, it just like one of those things that, like, it's an idea where it's like, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. But then, like, do you actually do I actually want to see a demon? Like, no. <laughs> I was not expecting to see Emily Davis at all. I didn't no. even know what she looked like or was supposed to look like until I described her to Kristen. And she's like, yeah, that's exactly who she is. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is confirmation for you that you're not going to be Yeah, that's true. And it, yeah, broad daylight. Not everything needs to happen at night, I guess. Yeah, no. that's that's a good segue because like I've always believed that too like it doesn't matter where you go if you are going to have a paranormal experience it's either going to happen in the day or night it's not going to matter like we were saying earlier if it if it is like a residual thing to where it's like down to the date and time it's going to happen when it happens exactly You can't like uh, control it at in, in any way either. Like you could go around a corner and something's standing there. Like I get that fear yeah. all the time. Every time, yeah. <laughs> like lazy like, okay. Anytime you open day a the day, like. <laughs> you ever get like this like weird? I guess the best way I'd say it is like a sixth sense when like paranormal stuff like is about to happen. Like something could be it could be a really stale night, and all of a sudden you just feel like something different yes mm-hmm. all the time uh, the way i would explain it if you're in the chat or watching now and you've never had a paranormal experience the best way i can explain it is someone took a balloon in a sock and rubbed it together grabbed another balloon in a sock rubbed it together and filled the room with balloons that are statically charged like that's the way i would explain it that's how the room feels. You just feel like everything's yeah. like clinging to you and like the like goosebump feel becomes like an actual yeah. feeling mm-hmm. and you're just like clouded with like all of this energy that just doesn't make sense at the time yeah. until you start, you know, going further with the experience and opening yourself up more with the communication, then it starts to make more sense. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I definitely agree with that analogy. All of a sudden, the room just feels so crowded, like, yeah, out of nowhere. There's been multiple times we've felt that. And then you know when it leaves, too. Yeah. yeah it's weird. It just, like, goes back to how it was right before it happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It happens in, like, spurts. In some, some of the places that we've been to, it just happens, like, in a spurt. It'll be, like, 15 minutes, and it's just there. And then all of a sudden, it's just gone. Yeah. And then you go to a different room, and boom, it's there again. Or it wasn't there. You're you're hanging out and you're about to leave. You're telling the spirit, okay, we're gonna leave. We're gonna leave. And then it's boom. It's there. It doesn't want you to leave. It's telling yeah. you, don't yeah. leave. Definitely. We actually had that experience like that at Midway. That was pretty intense. Um, yeah. Where we both knew that something was there. Of course, we couldn't see anything, but we both knew. And my back was turned to it. And I'm like, I don't I could, like. <laughs> it's behind I me, see. but I can feel it. I knew something was there. I couldn't see it with my like physical eyes, but I could see it in my mind's eye. It was a woman standing in the doorway. Like, it's so hard to explain. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I totally, but... 
totally understand what you, you mean because yeah. I had an experience where I was at uh, a place and there was said to be this little girl. I could see her standing in front of me inside of my mind. I couldn't yes. see it with like my eyes, actually. But in mm -hmm. my mind, I could tell that there was a little girl. I could see everything she was wearing, what color her hair was, what color her dress was, like her nail yeah. color, like shoes, like everything. And I could have told you this. Yeah. But I couldn't physically see her. And it was yes. it, and the it's image of her weird. like was burned inside of my mind for like weeks. Yeah. That's that's definitely how it was at Midway for us it's that bizarre. time. And like if people haven't experienced it, they're like, What are you talking about? And it's like until you have that experience you really can't understand it. It's just bizarre. It's kind of like how when you wake up and you can kind of like remember a dream and like what happened. It kind of feels like that in a sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Like that's the best way I could like explain it in my head is it's like when you wake up and you have a really vivid dream and you explain it to someone and they're like what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I'm not crazy. I promise it happens. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm not crazy. This is what's happening inside my own mind. I <laughs> yeah. Not crazy. I hear voices. I'm not crazy. <laughs> yeah, we hear a lot of things too. Like yeah. way more than we see things. Disembodied yeah, we're very voices. audible for sure. Yeah. See, I haven't had that experience yet to where I actually hear... I thought I've heard people's voices, but I always just go, it was some, some, something in the distance. It wasn't actually anything. I haven't actually <laughs> heard, like, an actual voice. That's something I want to experience really bad. It's, like, it's becoming more frequent now with us. Yeah, and definitely. It's very strange. It's shocking. Very unsettling. Yeah, it's, like, it's sometimes almost... it's so close. It's almost more unsettling for me to hear things and actually see it for some reason, and I don't know why. I don't know. I don't like it either. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's right in your ear and it actually makes you jump. Like, there was one yeah. time that a lady said my name in my ear and I actually fell out of my chair because it was like an electric shock through my whole body and I just like, fell over. And I was at work. I wasn't trying to hunt ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, it's just weird. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it happens to me a lot when I'm in bed. Like, I lay there and it's like, same. Please don't do that. Like, put a pillow really? over your head. It's fine. Have you had anything follow you back? Yeah. Uh, we think we think Tara's got something going on right now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you just went to the Conjuring house, so... <laughs> well, it was before that, actually. Yeah, it's oh. been going on since, yeah. since January 1st. Yeah. What was the most recent investigating investigation leading up to that date, I guess? Uh, in, at, in at the Falls? That's in at the Falls, in Bracebridge. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think I took the lady there home by accident. She's just living in my house. She had a. She took a liking to Tara during her Estes method, and her name is Sarah. And Tara has heard. What did you hear in your like? She told me in my ear one morning. She said Sarah. Like, oh no! Yeah. This was two days after the investigation. Um. Since then, I can hear her. She kind of bumps around in my, in my like, in the upstairs of my house. Um, yeah. 
I saw her shadow. Mm. I did too. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> um, I was at Tara's place alone with her cats while she was at work, and Tara told me that like I'll hear things upstairs if I'm downstairs, and I heard something, and I was just like, okay, well both the cats are with me. It's not them. Something's like rummaging through something in the kitchen, and I'm home alone, so it freaks me right out. Mm-hmm. I, I hear that a lot. It happens very often now. Um, don't know how to get rid of her. Right, I was just like, <laughs> I don't know how you would even get rid of a spirit. Like, no offense to the paranormal teams that go out there and do residential, you know, places and offer help, but like, do you? I for me, it's just like, are you actually making it worse, or are you actually? Help, like how do you help a spirit how? Yeah, see I, I don't know so I don't try like I don't I, I really don't make it worse I really think you need like a medium's help yeah someone who can actually like have a direct like conversation and, you know and yeah pass them on yeah see that's yeah I just don't I don't know I wouldn't want to offer that to a spirit yeah you know what I mean like because I actually don't know if I'm helping or not yeah, yeah. if you don't yeah if you're not you know you're not like capable of it like don't do it we don't do it we don't even though we're constantly getting answers through the spirit box and portal like help us help us help us and it's like i don't know how i don't want to mess this up for you (laughs) like right i can't answer that until i die i guess yeah (laughs) yeah like i'm here to talk and listen but other than that like i i can't do that for you yeah i would love to maybe one day figure it out but yeah and and then that's the thing too it's like when you do a residential place i feel like it's so much different than doing something that's open to the community because you're filming someone's personal belongings yes yeah and i think that just changes so much because like you're bringing if if they do allow you to film in their house right obviously you would ask before you did anything like that i know that for sure but like you're bringing people that don't know this person into their personal residence and then you know people are mean on the internet yeah yeah if your house isn't like up to some cleanly you know standard that people have in their mind like they might make fun of you know your your guests you know home and stuff and it's messed up and I, I would just hate for me to like try to do something nice for someone and then people go and bash that person online because of what they think's going on in their house or like what they have in their house or what their house looks like it's just yeah. like people are mean like that and i like i hate ha- that i have to have this kind of thought you know before wanting to do that for people mm-hmm. because it's just like i i i can't make people like someone or you know like the content that I'm putting out there. But if I'm trying to help someone and documenting it and showing it to viewers, like I would just want people to respect what I'm putting out there for what it is. And unfortunately we, we have those people that are just negative and want to be mean to people in the comments. And it's it's unfortunate. Always somebody. Always someone out there that wants to hate yeah it's so personal when it's in someone's home like it's extremely personal for them and they're really experiencing these things and a lot of them are scared 
And like they don't yeah. have any of this yeah. added drama from internet people, you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And the thing too is like for people for someone to come forward and go, Hey, I'm having an issue in my home and I need your help to either even if it's just to get answers, like what who is this ghost? What happened here? If it's just, you know, doing the history research for them and that ends up giving them the answers that they needed to like feel more comfortable in the house or whatever it might be. It might not even be that the paranormal is what's scaring them. It's the not knowing what happened in this house. Mm -hmm. Did I buy a house where a murderer lived? Like what's yep. going on? Yeah. Am I at risk? Do I have right. anything to worry about? Right. Is this something darker? <laughs> is then, my house on, you know, a spot that some demon ritual happened? Like, mm -hmm. who knows? And those are, you know, the answers that someone I feel like residentially would, would look for from a paranormal team. And then not always be the paranormal aspect, but the history. Yeah. There's always that risk of you going in and then it, whatever you're doing ends up increasing the activity for these mm -hmm. people and then you could get blamed making it so, worse yeah like even though you never intended to make things worse like you never know what's going to happen you don't. energies you don't. interact with pe different people in different ways if they start to so, realize you can hear them they you know could be like oh well guess what i'm going to make myself really hurt now yeah yeah and to the family that's you get to go home but that family doesn't yeah <laughs> right they're already yeah. home so so it's risky residentials are risky i would say we haven't done one yet we do no. have an opportunity for one i haven't told you about that yet tara but we Ooh, do well, look at me i'm learning new things every day. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i don't know i think people just need to think twice maybe three times before they take on residentials right and if you really think that you can go in and help these people then I'm not going to, you know, tell you not to do it. Yeah, but exactly. There's, you know, that fore, foreseen warning that what your intent might not be what the results end up being. Exactly. But unfortunately, I do have hockey practice coming up here very shortly. So I will have to <laughs> oh, bring good. us to an end. Where can the viewers find you? You can find us on YouTube, Paranormal XP. It's all one word. A lot of people put a space between the XP, but it's one word. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Even if you put a space between it, we'll still pop up. But um, Twitter, Paranormal XP uh, underscore YT. And then Instagram, Paranormal.XP. We couldn't get the same username across <laughs> all. Yep. Socials, unfortunately, but yeah, we're on there. Right. Instagram. Awesome. Twitter, I also YouTube. pretty sure I have all of your links down in the description. So easy clickables down below. Again, I want to thank you for joining me tonight from me and Trevor. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time and being flexible with us uh, on the scheduling to come on and share your experiences and have a great talk with me. Um, Hopefully, we'll be able to do this again soon. Yes. I'll definitely keep in contact. Yes, we love that. You have a live stream and want us to come on. We're totally down for that as well. Hopefully, one day we'll actually get to meet and collab and hunt ghosts too. So that would be awesome. That. that would be great. <laughs>
That Thanks would be for absolutely having us. Awesome. Of Thank course. you so much for having us. This was so fun. Yes. Of course, of course, of course. And remember, folks, to keep your ears and eyes open to what really goes bump in the night.